let me guess, you got into this industry because you love to create. And now that you want to monetize your online presence, you're struggling to navigate the business side of it all. Brands are asking for your rates. They're coming to you with offers and you don't want to miss out on money by going with that first offer, but you're also afraid to negotiate too high and scare those brands away. It can be a lot to figure out on your own because you want to be able to secure brand deals with confidence and show those brands that you're serious about your business and that you have a lot to offer, but you don't know how to handle negotiating those deals. You don't want to scare them away, but also this is so fun. Do you really need to be getting paid so much money? Spoiler alert, the answer is yes. It is such a big part of this job that you might not think about when you initially start this journey as a content creator, but mastering the art of negotiation to make the income that you deserve is so important. In my years as a creator, I've definitely learned from trial and error and missed out on so much money in the negotiation process. So trust me when I tell you, I know how overwhelming it is. I'm Kristen Busquette and I've been a full-time creator for over three years and I've brought in over $350,000 from sponsored posts and content creation collaborations with brands so far. Social Scoop is a podcast where we teach you, the entrepreneurial creator, to turn your online influence and creativity into a profitable, self-sustaining business. Today, I'm sharing three different common creator negotiation situations that if you haven't found yourself in already, you definitely will eventually. And we're going to talk about how you can handle them so that you don't miss out on your well-deserved money. This, my biz BFF, is Social Scoop. Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode 119 of Social Scoop. My name is Kristen, and as always, I'm so excited that you're here. Happy Thanksgiving week. I honestly debated putting out an episode this week because I was like, I feel like everyone is clocking out early. (laughs) Like, I know Wednesday we're all clocking out, but like, how about Monday? (laughs) I don't know. I feel so ready for a break and for a little like holiday time. I already put up the Christmas tree. So I'm really looking forward to taking some time to chill, except somehow this ended up being like one of the busiest weeks of my whole life. So next week is going to be my chill week. So I decided, you know what? Let's just throw an episode out there. In other news, Meta has launched new updates for Facebook and Instagram creation. These are really exciting. First things first, there are new fonts for reels. Gosh, we are ready for new fonts. I honestly was so sad when they took away that one big, like blocky, bold font because I used to use it so often. And I'm excited to get one that kind of looks similar back. It's unclear if these are going to be for stories as well, but you definitely should have some new text font options for reels coming up very soon. They're also testing the ability to add clips with audio to reels with the GIF Clip Hub. So this will basically allow you to add popular memes into your photos and your videos from this little like library that they have. I don't know how this is really different from just pasting one in, but I guess it just makes it a little bit easier for you to find them. They're also updating the drafts process by letting you preview your drafts, rename them, and schedule them in advance. I love the idea of being able to name them because sometimes you have so many drafts and they all look similar you have to go in and watch them to figure out what is what. So I think this could help people 
who use their drafts really often actually feel a little bit more organized. Instagram is also getting rid of guides on December 15th. So they will be converted into collections, which are basically like saved photos in like a little Pinterest board and people won't be able to see your guides. So this will be for your viewing only. You can download your guides from the account center until March 14th, actually. So you've got a little bit of time here if you do need to actually pull those in the next few months so that you can have them. Instagram is also working on the ability to add comments or what they're calling hype to stories. It will be visible to anyone who views your story and you can turn it off in settings. But this essentially is the option to add these comments to stories. So similar to a feed post or a reel, people will be able to comment on a story and other viewers will actually be able to see it. I absolutely love this option. Like, I can't wait for this. I think this is going to be really exciting. This will make, hopefully, stories a little bit more fun, a little bit more interactive, um, because I know so many people love watching stories when they go on Instagram. A lot of people come on Instagram, watch stories, and then do nothing else. (laughs) So I'm really excited for this option. I think it's really smart for them to capitalize on stories because it's something that the other apps don't have that, you know, really works the same. So I think this is really smart. I'm excited. Instagram is also working on something called your space. Essentially, it is a private space within your public profile where you can have a bio and a profile photo that's different from your public profile. You also be able to post reels, photos, stories that will be visible to only people that you've added to your space. This to me is so stupid. I'm sorry. Why not just have a separate profile at this point? Like, Why not just create a totally separate profile where you have a separate bio, a separate photo, a uh, profile photo, post reels, stories, all of these things that are just separate. <laughs> Why have two profiles that are on the same profile? Seems very complicated to me. I personally don't think this is worth their time, but hey, I don't work at Meta, so... <laughs> I'm curious to hear what you guys think about this. I'm also really curious to hear a little bit more about your experience negotiating. I know that the creators that I work with struggle with this the most. So I'm really excited today to dissect three different negotiation situations that you will very likely see yourself in if you have not already. And we're going to talk about exactly how you can handle each of these three situations. Let's dive right into it. While there are obviously so many different situations that you can find yourself in, as a creator when you are negotiating, I think there are three that really stand out to me that are so common that almost every creator is going to go through at one point. The first is when brands only want to offer you gifted partnerships. What do you do when you're in talks with a brand to work together and they say, oh, we could only offer you gifted partnerships at this time? Obviously, it's super frustrating because you're thinking, I'm not working for free. A t-shirt and a lip gloss is not equal to all the work and time and energy and money that I put into my business. I think if that is the mindset for you, you're on the right track. I am such an advocate for creators not doing gifted partnerships as often as possible because I do think it takes away from getting brands to pay you. The thing with gifted partnerships that I do think is right is if you are a creator who's just getting started or hasn't, you know, maybe you've had your profile for a while, but you haven't done any gifted partnerships or partnerships 
partnerships in general. I think doing three to five gifted partnerships to get your toes dipped into the whole process and really understand what it's like to work back and forth with a brand, practice these negotiations, practice reading a brief and a contract and all of these things so that when a paid partnership does come your way, then you have a little bit more experience. But that's really the only situation that I think you should be taking gifted partnerships unless it is a gifted partnership that is for something extremely high ticket that is the same price as your rates. So for example, a couple years back when I got engaged, I worked with Diamonds Direct. I got my wedding ring, my engagement ring for free in exchange for content. So that to me was something we were going to spend thousands of dollars on. It was exactly what my rate would have been. And so that for me was a really fair opportunity. But if they had offered me, you know, like a $100 pair of earrings in exchange for thousands of dollars worth of work, that is not a fair trade. So when you are debating, should I do this gifted or should I not? Are you new? Have you not done gifted partnerships or partnerships in general? Maybe that answer is yes. The other option is, is the price of this product the same as my rates? In that case, okay, that's fine. I'll accept it. I'll allow it. The thing with gifted partnerships is that many brands simply offer this to every creator because they want to see how many creators are going to do it for free. Why would they offer money to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of creators when they could see who wants to do this in exchange for for product to begin with? Because there are going to be so many creators who unfortunately are not educated enough to do the negotiations to say, I do deserve money here. And so lots of creators are going to take on gifted partnerships. And so many brands are going to offer that to you just to see who will take it for free. And it sucks because it's kind of like a really scummy thing. Like it gives me the ick for sure, but it's just the reality of it. Like for these brands, they want to work with as many creators as possible in so many cases, and they don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars every single situation to, ha- to spend on working with creators. So if they can get someone who's okay and thinks it's fair to do it in exchange for product, they're going to. So if you get in the situation where maybe you reach out to a brand or a brand reached out to you and they're offering you a gifted partnership, you have a few different options here. Your first option is really cut and dry. You straight up say no. You say, no, sorry, I'm not taking on gifted partnerships. I appreciate it. If you have a budget that pops up anytime, please let me know. I would love to work with you in the future. But unfortunately, I don't take on gifted partnerships right now. And there's nothing wrong with saying that. I think it's actually kind of like a power move because it really shows the brand, no, like this is my business. This is my company. Like I don't have time to do things for free. And so if you are trying to figure out how exactly do I say this to a brand without sounding like I'm entitled or sounding rude, in Social Suite, our private creator community, we do have a gifted to paid script that will show you exactly what you can say to these brands in order to tell them, no, sorry, I don't take on gifted partnerships, but do you have a budget? Maybe we can talk a little bit further. And so this kind of with this script, it opens up the door to, hey, this is not how I work in terms of gifted, but I would love to talk if you have a budget, like I can put something together for you. And so that script is for free for all of our members who are in Social Suite. You can get more information about that down in the show notes. Now, if you try to get paid, if you read back out to this brand and say, Hey, I know you offer gifted only. Unfortunately, I don't work on gifted partnerships, but my rate for what you're asking for is, you know, X, Y, and Z. If you try and get paid and they deny and say, no, sorry, like we're literally only offering gifted partnerships. Your rates, they're great, but they're not for us. We can't 
pay them, then at that point, again, you can walk away because you aren't going to do things for free and that's fine. Or you can take the gifted partnership, but this is the most important part with no deliverable requirements. If you are taking on a gifted partnership, I think in any of these situations, you should not be required to post a certain amount of deliverables. If a brand is ever asking you, hey, here's the list of content that we need. We want you to do it for free. That isn't an immediate no for me. Because if I'm going to do something for free, I want the flexibility to prioritize if a paid partnership comes through and I've already committed to doing something gifted. I'm not going to miss out on that paid opportunity because I have something where I'm getting like a free t-shirt, right? So take the gifted, but with no deliverable requirements so that you can maybe get, again, get your toes wet working with the brand, but also kind of like prove your worth. And I really hate saying that because I don't think you should necessarily have to prove your worth. I think it's more of like a show them your experience, show them what it's like to work with you, show them that you're an incredible brand partner. You are on your stuff. Like you're so easy to work with your content that you deliver is amazing. You're over delivering. Like you are the ideal, amazing brand partner. And so what they might see from that is, Ooh, okay, next time when we have money to spend, we're going to spend it on this person because this person was awesome to work with. And so I think it's a really great way to show them the experience. But again, in that case, I don't think you should have set deliverables because you need that flexibility when paid partnerships come along to be able to move things around and, you know, like maybe post the gifted partnership just on stories so you can save room in your feed for paid partnerships. You need that flexibility. And if you are committing to specific deliverables and not getting paid, that's not a great situation to be in. Moral of the story with gifted partnerships is there's definitely ways to turn them into paid partnerships. I think it's always worth asking as a general rule of thumb. I think even if you're a new creator where I was saying, take those three to five gifted partnerships, I think you should still always ask. If nothing else, it's great experience for you to start learning what it's like to negotiate with brands. The second situation that you might find yourself in when negotiating with brands is that they're offering affiliate only partnerships. This is really similar to them offering a gifted only partnership. It is really, really common that this is what a brand is reaching out to for, especially for someone who's using TikTok shop. I see most brands on TikTok shop exclusively offering affiliate commission style partnerships. However, they're not great, right? Because typically most of the affiliate percentages are going to be really low. It's going to take you a really long time to make a decent amount of money, especially if you are a smaller creator. If you have videos that are always going viral, I think affiliate partnerships can be very fruitful. But if you're a smaller creator who's just building like the loyalty of your audience, it's going to be really difficult for you to make money that you deserve here. The thing with affiliate partnerships is that it's typically extremely difficult for you to take that affiliate partnership and turn it into a formally paid flat fee partnership because brands will spend so much money to build these affiliate or like ambassador programs. And most of the creators that they work with are going to get funneled through that affiliate program. And so typically they have so many creators in those affiliate programs that they don't have to pay flat rates to. So they have a lot going for them already. So it's really difficult for you to say, I am more valuable than every creator that's already in this ambassador program. And I need you to formally compensate me. I'm not saying that it's impossible. I just think it's extremely difficult. What I would do here is I would actually start off with a really similar script to what I would in the gifted 
only offer. And again, that gifted to paid script is free for all of our social suite members, plus plenty of other scripts for different situations. But I would start with that script where you're essentially explaining to the brand, I really appreciate you coming to me with this offer. However, I only operate on like a flat fee, formally compensated partnership basis. Um, But maybe we can talk about that a little bit more. So that's one way to look at it is you send the brand a message where you're saying, I appreciate the offer. However, that's not going to work with me. Maybe we can find something that works for both of us. And one of those things that I actually find if you're going to get this to work works really well is you could try to offer the brand a partnership where it's formatted as affiliate commission plus a flat rate. So basically you might get 15% commission, but instead of getting paid $1,000 for that partnership, you might get paid $800 for that partnership. So it's a little bit lower flat fee, but you're also adding on the affiliate commission and the hopes are obviously that you're going to make up that $200 if the rate was originally a thousand, but maybe you make another thousand dollars from affiliate. And so now you're getting paid $1,800 where you were originally just going to get a flat rate of 1000. So I think formatting it as a flat fee, that's maybe lower than what you would typically charge. Plus affiliate is one of the most realistic ways for affiliate partnerships to be taken from affiliate only to partnerships that are formally compensated. Now, if the brand is really firm on the affiliate only offer, you do have one really great option here, and that's to try and raise the affiliate percentage. So maybe you ask them, hey, okay, I understand that you're not accepting my rate offer here. However, I do still really want to work together. What if instead of 15% commission, you're to give me 30% commission, and I'm going to just post as I see fit. So you're going to have no deliverable requirements and a higher percentage of affiliate commission so that you can post on your own terms. Again, similar to gifted, you don't want to make any commitments because you want to save that committed feed space for those formally compensated partnerships. But maybe you say my in-feed posts are strictly for my you know formally compensated partners. However, whenever I can fit your brand in, I would love to share about it. And then again, that 30% instead of 15% affiliate commission. And I think that's a really great way to compromise You know, like you're still saying, all right, let's do this because I really want to work with you, but your 15% just isn't cutting it. Nothing wrong with asking in both of these situations. If you don't ask, you don't know that anything can be different. Now, the third and probably the most common situation, and you are going to have to get so comfy with this situation, is when a brand hears your negotiated rate and says no. This is really difficult to hear because you as a creator want to get paid fairly, but some brands are just straight up not willing to budge. For example, I was just talking with a creator um, who is one of my students in Social Suite. She got offered from a huge brand, like nationwide giant company. If I said the name, you'd be like, yeah, I know it. Big company. And she's a big creator, like would charge more than I'm charging for sure. And they offered her $400 for like a bunch of deliverables. And so she got back to them and, and offered them something that was a much larger rate because that's of course what she would be getting paid 
paid normally. And so they were like, nah, sorry, best we can do is like $650. And so when a brand hears your negotiated rate and either offers you something that's like still way drastically too low, or they just say straight up, no, sorry, we're firm at that $400, this is difficult. So there are a few different things that you can do here. First thing, and I know you're going to think I'm crazy for saying this, is you can straight up walk away. I think when you're in the negotiation process with a brand and you just straight up walk away, that is one of the most like badass power moves that you could possibly even do. And the thing is, if the brand wants you bad enough, especially if the brand reached out to you, if they want you bad enough, they're going to find the money and they're going to come back and say, all right, cool. I you know, pulled from this budget, pulled from this budget, and now we can get a little bit closer to your rate. Maybe instead of offering you that $650, now we can offer you $2,000. And maybe that's a little bit closer to your rate. So you're cool with it. But sometimes walking away and just saying, I'm sorry, like really, like we're just so far from making it work. That That's that. Um, I actually, in my personal life, just use this. If you guys have seen on my Instagram stories, I am building like a she shed office in my backyard. I'm not building it, but I'm hiring someone to build it. And so I was talking with this guy who builds them and he had said what I wanted was going to be $18,000. And I was like, look, I want this, but not, I can't be spending $18,000 on it. And so I said to him, you know, I feel like we're just like a little bit far off here. I was at like 13,000, but thank you for your time. I appreciate it, whatever. And he looked through my profile and realized that I work in social media and that like he needs a little bit of social media help for his business. So he got back to me and said, I'll find a way to make it work for the 13,000. But can you help me a little bit with social media? Like, can I pick your brain? You know, like teach me some things that I need to know to grow my business. And I was like, bet. Amazing. So sometimes walking away is a power move that will really help you get the brand to see your value. It's almost like when you're in a relationship and you break up and you like don't know what you've got till it's gone, right? This is that situation, but negotiation. So I love doing this. I think it's such a power move. I love it. I think it works pretty well. Not every time. Sometimes you walk away and the brand is like, okay, on to the next. And that's going to happen. So prepare yourself for that when you do walk away. It's got to be something you like are comfortable. If it doesn't work out, then you're cool. But sometimes it works and you are feeling like you're on top of the world. So I think that's a really great opportunity. If you are in a situation where the brand is like, "Mm, sorry, our rate is what it is. And if it's way too low for you. The other thing that you can do here, and I think this is, again, one of the things that you should just get so comfortable doing. I think it's so smart and it works really, really well, is negotiate the deliverables instead of the rate. So if that brand said to her, no, sorry, 650 is really the the top of our budget. That's all we can do. Instead of asking her for a reel, a feed post, a TikTok video, stories, da da da, she could have just said, okay, well, I'm happy to offer you one TikTok video for that rate. And yes, it's a lot less than they're expecting to get, but it's also still an opportunity to work together and for them to access her audience. So you can negotiate things other than the rate. I know it feels like when we talk about negotiations as creators, we're like specifically talking about negotiating the rates, but negotiating deliverables is so smart and it really allows for a lot of flexibility so that you can find a package that works for both you and the brand and that feels fair for both of you because it has to feel fair, guys. If you are in a partnership with a brand and it feels like you're doing so much work for like nothing in exchange, that's not how it should feel. This is a 50-50 partnership 
ownership when you're working with brands. And I don't want to see you getting taken advantage of. And it happens so often. So if it feels not right, like walk away. It's fine. There will be other partnerships. The other thing that you can do here is ask the brand, okay, what is your budget? Like, let's talk about this. What is your budget? And let me present some different options here. And this is actually something that I would try a little bit further before they say no. This might be when a brand first reaches out to you and is like, hey, we want to work together. What are your rates? And then they say, ooh, your rate card is like a little too high for us. But they haven't necessarily presented you with a number. This is where I would say, okay, if my rate card looks too high for you, let me build you a custom package. I'll see what I can do. Give me a number. What is your budget? Give me, okay, $1,000, let's say. So then I'm going to make three different packages. This is like my rule of three for negotiation. My first package is going to be maybe, let's call it $800. It's going to be $800 and it's going to be a little bit less of the deliverables that they wanted initially. Then my second option is going to be exactly $1,000. I'm right at their budget. And then that second option is going to be right at $1,000, which was their budget. And I'm going to give them a tiny bit less than what they wanted. So it might be like minus the Instagram stories or something small, right? And then my third offer is going to be like the juiciest, most irresistible offer. It's going to be my offer number three. It might be $1,500, $1,200. So it's a little bit above their budget, but it's going to be so packed with content that it's like stupid for them to turn it down. So it might be, you know, a reel, a TikTok, a stories, like let me do it live on your page, whatever it is. Like you're really beefing it up so that those other first two options sound like trash. <laughs> like you straight up want them to be like, it would be literally stupid of us to not take advantage of this $1,500 offer. And so yes, you're doing your work maybe for a little bit of a discount, but you also just made an extra $500. And now the brand is ideally going to be comfortable paying you. And then you are going to have your foot in the door with that brand. And let me tell you, once you have a brand who's willing to pay you once, you should just continue to work with those brands because then you don't have to continue to find brands who are willing to pay you once. If you can find a brand who is willing to pay you once, I can guarantee if you are a great brand partner, they're going to want to keep paying you. You just need to be a great partner and show them that you are the best creator to work with. You're the easiest creator to work with. You always deliver your stuff on time. You're like doing all the things, doing extra. You are going above and beyond. And so when those brands are comfortable paying you, hold on to them as much as you can. And if you're curious about how you can actually turn those, you know, one-time partnerships into something that is more long-term, Social Suite has a lot of really great resources on how to do this. And we talk about this in our live group meetings so often. So if you're a creator who is a little confused by this negotiation process and really wants to have those like long-term genuine relationships with the partners that you're working with, get into Social Suite, come to our live group meetings, and let's talk about all the different ways that you can do this. Needless to say, there are so many of these different negotiation situations. These are the three most common. And I can guarantee that you will see these so commonly. So it's really, really important that you get comfortable with all of these and with negotiating at least these three situations. But if you do need help with negotiations, send me a DM with the word sweet. I'll send you some really great information and a tour of Social Suite, our private creator community. I hope this episode was so helpful for you guys and have a great holiday. Okay. Even if you don't celebrate, just sit around and do nothing all day. Read a book, 
watch Grey's Anatomy, whatever you gotta do. But I will see you guys next week and have a great holiday. Bye.